Today I want to talk about sometimes controversial, shouldn't have to be. I'm talking about healing, physical healing, healing of the body, healing of the mind. Where is healing in God's program? There is, I believe, answers to in, from God's word. We need not be confused. When I first became a Christian, there was lots of controversy regarding healing. I listened to both sides. I listened to this guy, to that person. I didn't ask questions about it all that much. I just listened because uh, shortly after my conversion, I didn't know hardly anything of Scripture. Nothing. Very, very little, if any. Especially on this part, where in, in the, uh, when the Bible was being written, you've got to remember that God gave gifts to people before the Scripture's completion that some did receive gifts of healing. As we read the Scriptures, we find also that the Lord Jesus didn't heal everybody that he came by. We read of Peter and John healing a man at the temple. Had been there for a long time. I probably had been there at the time the Lord Jesus was teaching in that area. In any case, the part that I want to teach from today is from the book of James. In James chapter 5, verse 14, is any sick among you. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. And if he had committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Is any among you? It's speaking about a local assembly among you. Of course, it's among people. We always seem to be among people. But when it says among you in this setting, I believe it's speaking about the assembly of believers because it's talking about elders right after that. And these are Christian elders, uh, elders don't have to be old, old, old people, um, but it's mature Christians, grown-up Christian. A person doesn't have to be very old to, to be a grown-up Christian. Uh, we have the saying, he's old enough to know. That's about anybody. He's old enough to know, I guess, from uh, experience in time. Yeah, we should know a little more than when we were teens. But when it says elders, it's the leaders. He's talking about in the local assembly. Not over there, not over there, not those over there, not anyone else, but in our community. We have this 
uh, fellowship, as might be known today, a fellowship, a church, a gathering, an assembling. I like the word assembly because it uses it. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is. So, God expects us to be, if we're believers, to want to fellowship with believers. In fact, that's one of the proofs that we are believers in Jesus Christ when we love this brother. Before I became a Christian, I couldn't say I love Christians. I knew of some, didn't have much to do with them. And church, well, I went to church, not all the time, but I went to church. I couldn't say I like it, but in our family, that's the way it was. We go to church. That's good. If you see your brother standing by the road with a heavy load from the seeds he sowed, and if you see your sister falling by the way, just stop and say, you're going the wrong way. You've got to try a little kindness, show a little kindness, just shine your light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, they'll overlook the blindness of the narrow-minded people from the narrow-minded street. Walk around the down and out Lend a helping hand Instead of doubt And the kindness that you show every day Will help someone along their way You've got to try a little kindness Show a little kindness Just shine your light for everyone to see And if you try a little kindness They'll overlook the blindness Of the narrow-minded people From the narrow-minded street You've got to try a little kindness Show a little kindness just shine your light for everyone to see. Anyway, you go back to this here, uh, to this person being sick. One of the truths that I want you to look at that's important. Any sick among you, let him, her, call for the elders of the church. That's important. It's not the elders going around, are you sick this morning? I can come over. No. Let him, let her that is sick, the person that is sick, that's the one to call for the elders, leaders of the church. I like that because I, I believe that one of the things that, that, that uh, people do a lot of times is, if you're not feeling good, I can pray for you. 
Well, I guess you can. But there's that idea that somehow if you pray for somebody that's sick, uh, you ask him if you could pray for him. I've done that. But when it comes down to this Christian people, unsaved people, I guess there's different things we can do. We can pray for them without calling uh, an assembly together or uh, elders together. But what I want to point out here is that it's the Christian, the person, the believer that is sick, that's the one to call for the elders. There's something else involved here. I believe that when the elders come to pray for this person, they should also ask him, her, is she or he right with the Lord? Is he, is, is he right with God? So, in other words, then, the sin question should be dealt with. In fact, I believe it should be dealt with first. And uh, now this person that's calling for the elders of the church, he, can, he should be in that place. He's concerned for his body, her body. He, should, he or she should be concerned about the soul or the spirit. Is things right with God? Or is there something in the way? Maybe it's because of whatever sin had caused the person to be sick. Well, I believe it's a, we follow things as they are laid down in Scripture. We can go, can go very off, very far off. I was at a Bible camp one day, and we were setting up our, our own camping place and uh, at the trailer, and I was setting up the trailer when a guy drove in, and uh, he didn't get out of the car. He just asked me, do you have the gift of healing? I said, no, but uh, we do have some leaders here that could do that for us. No, I want somebody who has a gift of healing. Well, I said, I don't have that. I'm practicing here what is taught in the book of James. So he drove off. He drove to another place and asked this other fellow, do you have the gift of healing? And so on, just the way he asked me. The same person could have said, you know, what's written on here. Let him call. Let him ask the leaders of the church. Let them pray over him. Them. In the plural here, I want you to understand. Let him call for the elder. No. Elders, the leaders plural, in more than one. Oh, is it that heavy? There's a reason. There's a reason for this work that he said elders. Now, um, when the person asks the elders to come and pray for him or her, it's an issue being dealt with not just sickness, 
but the possibility of sin that may be in the way. See, you could pray for yourself. It says that in verse 13, let him pray. That is himself, herself. Pray. And I don't believe that any time a person is afflicted with something, phone all the elders. No, there's a, there's a place where you pray for yourself. There's a time when you call for the elders. And I believe that's the, what the scripture is teaching here is that uh, for a number of reasons, I've already pointed out this, that it should come from the person. If it comes from another person, unless this person has told this guy to, hey, could you contact the elders for me? Well, that's still that person calling, you see. But for another person to say, uh, I heard you're sick, I want to come down and pray for you, that's, a, that's for a Christian that would not exactly be in line with what's being taught here. One, one of the things here is that the person himself is being dealt with by the Lord, even through sickness, that he, he or she can be get well through this way because he followed the word of God and God answered his prayer and he's in a better position in that he also is well spiritually. Um, it goes on, it goes on to say there, the elders will come anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So, this is one time we find anointing with oil. I don't believe that it's for every occasion that we anoint people with oil. But those are sick and have called for the elders of the church. The Lord shall raise him up, it says. I have something to say about that. When Paul prayed for himself and possibility he could have called for the elders of the church well he just said i besought the lord three times for this and um, whether he called for the elders of the church or not i don't know but three times the lord said uh, didn't say no just what he did say was um I got enough grace for you to keep for you to keep on going. I'm not healing you. Okay? Now, about oh, more than 25 years ago, I I had a heart attack. My enlarged heart was so Big in there that it couldn't move very good, couldn't pump very good. It was a very difficult time. And uh, so I ended up in the hospital over in High Prairie. I was at a Bible camp north of High Prairie, back in the bush. And one of the guys took me in there to the hospital. Uh, and my heart was... It's going to give out if nothing is done about it. 
I had been teaching in the Bible school, and that fall I couldn't teach anymore because I was sick. When I was, went to a hospital and specialist they, I, I came to examine me, he said, you got an enlarged heart and you'll be taking these pills. And I said, how long? Forever. Oh, man. Forever. Anyway, uh, that was uh, not a good thing coming into my ears. You'll take these pills forever. Your heart, he said, will never go down to the size it was before. It's always going to bother you to a certain extent. Can't do anything about it. Well, apparently, maybe he didn't read the Bible, didn't know the Lord. So you can't blame him. He said, there's no answer to this. But I came that fall and uh, missing the Bible school. Somebody else took my place in teaching and that was good. But I came to the Bible school one day and our, yes, I came to the leaders of the Bible school, the people I worked with. I said, I requested prayer for myself. I called for the leaders, elders of this assembly. And uh, just when they're going to pray for me, I, I, I knew what the, the scripture teaching was. And I said, I've made things right with the Lord. If anything is in the way, uh, I've made it right with God. There's nothing that should stop me. I don't regard sin. And I'm not hiding any sin. If this is a one-way ticket to heaven for me to go any time now, I'll take it from God. That's right. That'll be okay for me to go if it's God's will that I should go. However, the Lord had said um, something about He shall give you the desires of your heart. Take delight in the Lord and He will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him and He will help you. Well, the Lord had given me desires. Yes, one of the desires was I might teach the Word of God until I can't do it anymore. I told him, either way, if the Lord doesn't heal me, He wants to take me, fine. But I could do something good here on earth that I would like to do if He gives me more time. They prayed for me. Make a long story short, I didn't just jump up there and danced around. No, still had a big heart, enlarged heart, aching, couldn't move very good, sick. I went from there, however, the following weeks, I started to feel better. Now listen, people. Some, some do it different. They throw their pills away. The doctor had given me something. Look, you take these once a day or whatever it was. I don't take them anymore. And I begin to feel better. And I was, uh, I was carrying 
quite a bit more weight than what I got right now. And one of the things was my high blood pressure was the heart was being worked over time uh, and all the time, of course, and, but it's working harder. And I lost quite a bit of weight. I started feeling better, not just because of that, but things were looking up. By uh, after Christmas sometime, let's say January or February, I forget when it was, but I went to the Bible school. Uh, Bible school was going. And the, uh, one of the guys asked me, uh, oh, just jokingly, he said, would you like to come back and teach? I said, yeah, yeah, I said I would, but I don't think I can this time. Anyway, sometime later, when I went to teach, I sat on a stool, a high, a high chair, and taught. Then later on, I got to standing up. Later on, I got, yeah, walking a little bit, walking around. I don't usually do, but I, I do now and then. And then, within a year, or well, less than a year, actually, maybe six months, the heart situation became, well, I was healed. The Lord raised me up. That's over 25 years ago. The Lord has healed me. Now, you don't hear me say this very often. And you may not hear me say it very much again. Healing in itself may be good news, but that is not what I go around preaching. I preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ for the soul, forgiveness of sins, so on. That is the gospel. There are other, you know, I don't want to start telling you about what's all wrong with me. <laughs> Something's wrong. With me. I live in a body that's Yet, as, uh, in this life, it's a curse. Our bodies are destined to get old and die. We haven't got that glorified body yet. We will someday, but not yet. And so, there'll be some problems. But I'm telling you about a particular problem, which I believe uh, underscores here or... Uh, Going according to James chapter 5, verse 14, I called for the elders of the church, and God healed me. Now, there are other things. When you call for more than one person, in this case, elders, no one person gets the credit. I can't say to, um, I had about uh, five, I think, in this case, maybe four or five, I can't say, boy, that guy's prayer really, God really answered. No, it was the other guy. No, it was this guy on this side, the one that anointed me with oil. I couldn't say that. It was the Lord that did it. But if I just had one person and he did the same thing, um, 
I, I wouldn't. Of course, I know better to give him glory. But there are people who talk much about somebody who does good for him. That man, that person is special. The Bible says we're to love one another, not one special. And in, in this area of healing, it's the Lord that gets the credit, not any one of those people. They did God's job according to the word of God. And another thing is, it rules out pride. I come to the place where I'm depending upon others, and also, if there's sin in me, I'm to confess it. Why don't people go by this rather than say, well, per chain, I guess it's scriptural. I don't see anything necessarily wrong with it because uh, not everybody lives in a community where there's elders. But if, there's, if there are local, and I believe this is local, they didn't have telephones. So you call for somebody, he was ready to walk over. Not like today we can communicate to any part of the world. That time, no. So it was a local assembly, a local uh, fellowship. What it does also, it keeps the fellowship together. There is this unity that comes with helping one another and attending to one another's needs. That's all in there. It does, it rules out the super anointed preachers who claim that if you, you come to my meetings, we'll tend to you. They go there and maybe fall over or something and, and uh, that, that's not quite according to James here. You sit up, or you lay down or whatever it is, they're praying for you. I believe that as we follow Teachings of this kind, scriptural teaching, uh, in this case, about healing. I believe this is God's method. It tends to a lot of other things besides just healing. God bless you, good. That's all the time I got today. And I trust that you understand these things, study them, study them more. There's been books written on it. And I believe that uh, we go, we do God's work in God's way from His Word. God will bless us. God bless you. We are called to take His light to a world where wrong seems right. What could be too great a call? Sharing life with one Only 